I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is Beyond the Mouse Podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and the Front Row Network. I'm Brett, and I'm your host today as we talk all things D23 Expo 2022 and our recap and review. So now a little time has passed since our D23 Expo experience, so it's time for all of us to gather around and share our experiences and what we thought about D23 Expo. Oh my gosh, well, here we all are. Well, oh my gosh, it's very exciting. So first of all, we have we have Matthew Kroll. Yes, Hello. and from the Imagineer podcast. Yes, Imagineer. great to be back. Yes, thank you. Yes, so yeah, you're a return guest. So we have Jacqueline and Megan, and they're now a part of the Front Row Network. So yeah. exciting. Hi, guys. And a D23 Expo survivor. <laughs> now. Yeah. Hey. Oh, and here we have Carrie. Hello, Carrie. Welcome to Hi. Beyond the Mouse again. And we have Ethan here. Hello. Yes, yeah, so you're new to the podcast, too. So welcome to Beyond the Mouse. Hey. And Canadian friend Jen. Now, you don't see this because it's a it's an audio podcast. But on the Zoom page, she has Canadian friend Jen, which is that what I, that's what I call her because we met at D23. This is, yeah, so this is Jen. Welcome Hello, to Beyond everybody. the Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so... Yeah, she's fine with the moniker Canadian friend Jen because I am American friend Brett, I guess. I don't know. We need some. Oh, and we have Canadian friend Jen's Canadian dog. Okay, great. Well, so here we all are. Welcome, welcome. Okay. Uh, we have recently returned from the D23 Expo 2022, which was in Anaheim, California in September. And here we are now, kind of the D23 Expo survivors, but it's been, you know, a couple of weeks now. So I guess we've all been able to kind of uh, process everything that happened because it's quite an experience at D23. Uh, but yeah, so why don't we just, first reactions. Oh my gosh. So let's see. We'll go to the, the new people first because cause you're, it's your first D23 Expo. So Matthew, what was your first experience like? It was amazing in one in one word for a lot of different reasons. I think I went in with the right mindset, knowing I've heard time and again, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So I went in with the mentality that I need to pace myself and it's going to be impossible to see everything that's at this expo between the panels, the show floor, the presentation showcases there's just so much to see and do and i really was although i knew it was big and that there was a lot to see and a lot of people i think it was even bigger than i expected bigger than i expected it to be in person even walking from one side of the convention center to the other knowing that would take a solid five minutes or so to get there and it was really incredible to feel the energy in the showcases that was something that I had always been excited by presentations and panels and seeing the live streams in previous expo years, but there's something about the electricity that happens in the room that you can't replicate and getting the chance to meet other creators in this space and listeners of Imagine Your Podcast and other Disney fans in general was also a real great benefit of being there in person. So overall, amazing, but that's... Uh, and, you know, still so much to see and do. So, you know, so Ethan, you said that you've had your kind of first reaction. Yeah, this was, this was my first, um, my only like second big convention I've been to. I covered LA Comic-Con last December, which was still kind of in its infancy just because of the pandemic. Like it just wasn't, there weren't a lot of people. Like obviously it's a huge convention and they rented out the LA Convention Center and different stuff like that. But in size and scope, it was similar, but just crowded with way more people this time. I think there was a lot more care and curation put into this, which you would expect from a Disney sort of thing as well. Um, so that was really cool to see. And getting to go like the media preview night was interesting because they were still setting up. So we got to see like a little bit of behind the scenes sort of thing. 
Um, and they were like very restrictive of where we, we, we could go. Oh, like it yeah. almost felt like once we were on the tour, we couldn't leave. Like if we wanted to go home, we couldn't sort of thing. Like, we could only go. <laughs> Disney on has rules. Ads. Yes. Wow. It was like a little mini Disney jail for us for those three hours. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Disney jail. Well, I've heard of the other Disney jail if you do bad things. So yes, yes, do that, yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, cool. Well, so Carrie, your first, your day one first reaction when you got there. What was it like? Oh my gosh. It was, um, luckily you had prepared us well. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we got there super duper early in the morning, not as early as some, obviously, because we weren't in the front of the line. Um, but we got there super duper early in the morning and waited in the lines. And, you know, it really was awesome because people were generally friendly. Um, you know, the people outside were friendly. Um, but when we got inside and finally got into the basement, you know, on the cold basement floor, that was absolutely freezing. Um, and thank goodness I didn't have to completely sleep on that. Although <laughs> I tell you my idea that I was going to try and I tried of taking my like travel neck pillow from the airplane, mm -hmm. um, with me, uh, worked and they let me take it in. So I did not have to sit on the cold floor. Um, Although other people, of course, still brought in their chairs. They didn't really Yeah, care. brought in their little chairs. Yeah, the yeah, things that were really not care. allowed last time and not supposed to be allowed this time. Oh, well, right. be quiet. But, yeah, you know, but I but I, I did. it was nice having my neck pillow to sit on. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, it was, um, you know, and then I got to see you, you know, we were all there. That was so cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Megan, so what was your reaction for day one reaction? Go ahead. Well, day one kind of gave me a skewed expectation for how the rest of the convention was going to go because mm -hmm. we had reservations for the Disney Legends panel. Mm -hmm. And so we got in, we got really close seats. There were open seats around us. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to be able to get into all the big panels. I was very mistaken about that because by the time we got out of the Disney Legends panel, we couldn't even get into standby for the studios panel. Um... And then we got there at like, what? three o'clock in the morning, Jacqueline, and we still didn't get into the Marvel panel. Well, Jack did, but me and Carrie didn't. Right. How were the crowds there? And how was that experience with you, Megan? It was really not bad. Everybody was very polite. It was very, it felt very Disney. Like it was crowded, but like peacefully crowded, if that makes sense. Sure. Well, good. Well, good. Well, Jacqueline, darling, so sorry to come to you last here because, you know, you should have been first. But you know how things are here in podcast land. One goes with the flow. So what was your first reaction? Oh, my gosh, because you I mean, we've been waiting for this forever. But yeah. yeah. So what was it like? It was kind of insane. Honestly, <laughs> like I've been to cons before, but like mm -hmm. I knew going into it, that this was going to be like a whole other level. A whole and it world. was just mm -hmm. yeah, it was just crazy like just seeing the levels that everybody was going to with like what they were wearing and mm -hmm. going and just like being in with all of these people was absolutely nuts um I'm pretty sure that I got lost on the show floor like six times <laughs> I thought that I was heading in the right direction and I'm like nope I have to turn around and go way back <laughs> the other way because I yeah. have no idea what was going on for like yeah. it takes a while to get your bearings there a little bit yeah. yeah but it was so much fun Great. Oh, well, now let's go to, I mean, the very veteran D23 Expo uh, person here. And if that's, of course, you know, Jen. So this was your fifth? Fourth. fourth. Oh, this was your fourth. Yeah. So, so I mean, this wasn't your first reaction, but this was your first reaction to 2022. What was it like? Well, we were there together. We were Yay. <laughs> yes. Honestly. We it was like coming home. It, it, we had been waiting for three years. And when we walked in, it was just like before. Uh, they, mm -hmm. There was nothing that they didn't put effort into. And it was absolutely brilliant to walk and see all the banners up and see mm -hmm. that uh, Disney 100 Mickey statue out in front. Oh, sure, yeah. And it was just like this glimmering thing that was beckoning us there and yes, a beacon and of disney beacon. 100 yes <laughs> absolutely yeah so that's well, my first impression 
That was your first. Well, that was kind of my first impression, too, because our impressions were at the same time. So. <laughs> now, OK, this time around. So we have all sorts of representations here. Um, pretty much. Well, let's see. Jacqueline and Ethan and Matthew all had press passes, which is a very I mean, yeah, we just yeah, pat yourself on the shoulder a little bit because we have crossed to the other side in the world of Disney press dumb. And uh, even though we feel we're not worthy now, Matthew, you are very worthy. And beyond the mouse, humbly, we say we're not worthy, but we know we are anyway. So <laughs> so it, that was a whole new world. So so Jacqueline and Ethan were our beyond the mouse D23 representatives. So we were well represented and glad that you were able to do that. And, and Matthew, you, were, you had your own press for your own podcast. Congratulations on that. And Jen and I, Thank oh, you. because Jen has a very fast internet and Canadian, you know, whatever it is, Canadian magic. She was able to uh, procure the very elusive Premier preferred pass, seating. No, preferred. preferred seat. Preferred seating. So we there's both were trying. Luck. A little bit of luck involved there, oh, too. Oh, there's lots of luck yeah. involved with that. Because there's, I mean, how many? Like 500 of those? I don't know. I think there's a thousand, but a even thousand. if you get, you're, if you're, you just have to be, if you're within the first, because I tried to get them too. If yeah. you're within the first hour before the tickets go on sale, you're in the queue. Yes. But it's unlike a boarding group where it's first come, first serve. The people who are in the queue for the first hour leading up to it, at any point, you could have joined two minutes before right. or the hour before, you're automatically assigned a random number. So ah. there is definitely a lot of luck involved. You have to There's have luck. a low number um, in order to be guaranteed to get one. Wow. So that was your second time around for the premium package, right, Jen? Yeah, so I I, I don't want to jinx myself, but no, 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 uh, knock, for, knock, the, knock. for the 2019 one, um, we lucked out and we got the Sorcerer's Package, which is no longer. Mm -hmm. So I was very happy to get the Preferred Pass because it's really hard to go back to regular tickets once you've experienced <laughs> the, the premiere ticket. Yes. Yeah. Well, so there we all are at D23 Expo with press passes and and Jacqueline, you and and Megan and Carrie had your own just regular pass. So the mm -hmm. um, that you've had for a while. So great. Yeah. OK, well, let's get to some more reactions here. OK, so so Hall D23 is like where all the big announcements were and they and actually live streamed a lot of that. So that was good. So our our uh, podcast pals and everyone else that uh, had the opportunity to watch kind of and experience what we were experiencing, but we were doing it live and in person. So as far as Hall D23 and, and other favorite panels, um, Jacqueline, why don't we go to you first? So what was, I don't know, you might want, and we're probably all going to, you know, say Marvel and all those, but if there was, you know, what, what did you like, especially um, during the, any of the panels, what sort of is a standout for you? Well, like you said, the Marvel part of the Lucasfilm Marvel 20th Century Fox panel was my favorite part um, mm -hmm. because I am a comic book nerd. Um, just all, all made my heart happy. Um, I really enjoyed the Disney Legends and Conversation panel that was oh, on uh, Friday. Mm -hmm. um, Megan and I got to go to that and it was really, really cool just to hear their stories. Um, and I also really liked the conversations with Disney character voices panel mm, that I ended that everything that, yeah. on Sunday. Wow. Um, that one was probably just like the most like, oh my gosh, panel other mm -hmm. than the Haldi 23 ones. Mm -hmm. um, like I, we knew that some people were coming out um, with voices. And then because I had gotten the press emails, I knew that there were a couple more people that were coming ah. out, but then we got like two more surprises and just, like, <laughs> all of these people just kept coming and it was just so much fun. And the energy in the room with everybody was insane. I bet. Like oh. it just kept going and going and going. And it was, it was just so much fun. Oh, cool. Ethan, what, okay. What are your standouts? Yeah, so the biggest uh, panel that I actually attended was probably the video game showcase panel, oh, sure. um, which was pretty cool for me. That's like that's like a niche nerddom of mine. Uh -huh. um, and the guy who hosted it is actually like started out as this like pretty small creator. His name is Blessing Adeoye Jr. He actually went to my alma mater of University oh, uh -huh. of Illinois as well. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool to see him rise from just like small creator to now hosting a Disney conference panel sort of yes. thing. So that was really cool. Um, they got some cool games coming out from the Marvel side of things too. They got a joint Captain America Black Panther game coming out soon. Oh, so that'll wow. be interesting. Cool. Um, 
But I thought for the most part, like the ones that showcased the biggest stuff was I just like the parks demonstration, like the stuff they showed there was really cool. Oh, yeah. um, and I think Brett, you probably loved that one as much as I, I wanted did. to. You yeah. know, I'm like going and and well, Jen and I will will talk about this, but yeah, but Josh Demaro is a rock star. Oh my gosh, we'll get to that in a little bit later. But Matthew, what were your standout panels? What did you like? The obvious well, you answer. like parks, yeah, right. Yeah, the obvious answer for me is the park showcase. Yeah, I really liked the Walt Disney Imagineering 70 year anniversary mm -hmm. panel. Mm -hmm. Seeing that first that first group, they had two panels. The first panel, there was I can't remember off the top of my head. It was somewhere in the ballpark of 140 years combined experience in Walt wow. Disney Imagineering when you add oh, up wow. their tenure. It was amazing to see them in person. Mm -hmm. um, and such legendary names to hear them talk about Imagineering. It gives you, and hosted by Leslie Iwerks as well. So yeah. that was amazing to see her lead that panel. It was a good promotion for her new book as well, oh, yeah. uh, The Imagineering mm -hmm. Story, which I'm very much looking forward to reading. Mm -hmm. um, the couple of additional ones that I attended, um, first of all, the, the Studio Showcase Day 2, I also agree, was one of my favorites, But um, and I love the Marvel part. Um, but just to be a little different, I also really enjoyed... Well, Lucasfilm was great too because I love I love Lucasfilm. But um, the 20th Century Studios portion for me mm -hmm. with the Avatar Way of Water mm -hmm. presentation was mm -hmm. a surprise underdog for me. I mean, I love yeah. Avatar, but mm -hmm. I really loved that part of the presentation and getting to see an exclusive like 10 minutes of Avatar 2 was pretty cool. A rather um, random storyline version of <laughs> we just get to see some get cool stuff that's beautiful. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah, the imagery alone I'm looking forward to seeing. Sure. The movie. Um, and then a fun thing that I got to see that was a very small room, a um, very small presentation was Zootopia Plus, a oh, uh, yeah. We watched two of the six episodes. Oh, wow. Let me tell you, it's watching all six episodes will take an hour of your time, and it is very much worth it. The entire audience was like cracking up for the two yeah. that we saw. It was so well done. So, How cool. I am looking forward to that. Okay. As Craig would say um, that he knows, well, Craig, if you're listening, you know that Zootopia is not necessarily one of my favorites, but actually my takeaway from, you know, even uh, watching just a little bit of it that we saw in the in the hall d23 i'm like going i'll watch that i can't wait oh Shorter now jen movie. yes yes exactly so so jen i know we spent a lot of time together <laughs> but but you know the premier people we have to you know mingle <laughs> with our own as they say you know <laughs> so yeah but so, so what were your what were your some of your favorites from hall d23 or the other panels so I thought it was really neat. Um, I mean, obviously the Marvel Star Wars one was top notch for me. Um, I'm a bigger Star Wars Disney fan than Marvel, but Marvel kicked it out of the park this year. Um, but I, I appreciated certain small moments in some of the big presentations. So um, I was fortunate enough to go to Disney Paris this summer, and I got to see where they were building the frozen Arendelle themed park mm -hmm. and so I was I was excited to see them have the, the three singers from the um, oh, three yeah. parks where they're building the frozen lands and mm -hmm. and have them sing uh, into the unknown all together I thought that was beautiful mm -hmm. in all three languages yeah um, the teacher in me really appreciated seeing um, I suppose the Marvel show Echo because mm -hmm of the representation of Indigenous people. I, I mean, uh, Alakwa, I believe, is the main character in Echo. And she is not only Indigenous, but she has a prosthetic and she is deaf. And she was absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important for um, all people to see themselves in stories mm -hmm. like that. So, mm -hmm. So I was thrilled to see that. Um, I think my other one was seeing, um, the, it's a very small series called growing up. Mm -hmm. I think because I'm a parent and have teens, uh, the, the premise behind growing up is showing kids that they can survive with resiliency. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate that there's a documentary style show that's teaching kids about this through Marvel. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That was the Brie Larson? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, well, Megan, let's, you know, go back to you for a moment. So Hall D23 and other favorite panels. What were some of your favorite panels? Because you went to, yeah, just kind of, well, just fill me in. So I think my favorite panel actually of the whole 
expo was the last panel of the expo and that was the conversations with disney voices panel because well they had announced a bunch of cool people are going to be there and then we got a little inside scoop because jacqueline had the media pass so we got the press release ahead of time so we knew that like jody benson was going to be there but we did not know that jim cummings was going to be there and we really didn't know that johnny osmond was going to come out and perform and that was just an incredible way to end the convention so that was probably my favorite panel yeah i also really liked the 60 years of spider-man panel it was super fun and we got two exclusive comic books out of that so that was pretty neat i really enjoyed the conversations with disney legends panel which actually jacqueline and i were going to skip because we didn't know either of the legends that were being interviewed but then after going to the legend ceremony, I was really interested in them. And so I was actually really glad that we went and their stories were amazing. So I would have been really sad if we missed it. Wow. That's great. So Carrie. Um, gosh, I mean, I, I honestly loved every panel that I went to. Um, the smallest panel that I went to um, that was not very crowded and not very well attended was actually the hamster and Gretel. Um, and I went because I loved Dan Povenmire and their panel was so much fun. They, I mean, they just, they enjoyed themselves up there and, and made me want to enjoy myself. And they had a, a giveaway at the end. They had some swag, which not all the panels did. Oh, wow. Did. Yeah. Um, swag is good. <laughs> yeah. But then I also, um, due to making friends in line the first day, yes. got to be added to a stranger, no longer a stranger, who's now a friend. Uh, I was her plus one for the Muppets. Oh, wow. And, oh, my gosh. And we had horrible, horrible seats, but it was so much fun. I am, mm-hmm. I've been a huge Muppet fan, you know, from birth. Oh, sure. And, you know, just seeing the Muppets. And then, again, Jody Benson came out and sang a song um, that was cut from the original Christmas Carol. And she oh, wow. sang the song for us that's now back in for the new one on Disney+. Plus. But... Um, it was also phenomenal. And of course, I was also at, you know, the the conversations with the voices. So. Wow. That's so great. Wow. And what about Santa Claus? Y'all were looking forward oh, to that. Gosh. Okay. Second row. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's we were great. in the second row. Thanks to mom. She <laughs> went while well, Megan and I were at the um, Disney, the music. The something the extravaganza right, the, the yeah, disney whatever. branded yes. television panel right. yeah yes. and she was just like giving us updates she's like it's it's okay like you guys can stay for a little bit you can stay for a little bit and then she's like it's starting to get a little ugly and we're like we should probably go because we all had reservations for it right yeah so but she was like the second person in line and oh wow met up with her and then we were in the second row yeah yep. oh well, that's so great totally worth missing stamos over yeah <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah. Well, that was good. Oh, well, mine. I don't know. Uh, let's see. We've, um, I, well, I was so surprised by all of the musical numbers. You know, Cynthia Revo comes out and sings, When You Wish Upon a Star, thank you. You were beautiful. You sang well. Now leave. And it was great. <laughs> you know, we got to see, well, let's see. I always get this wrong, but Rogers, the musical, we, that was an amazing because we were really close. So it was so funny because in all of the musical numbers, because we were so close, I don't know where you were, but could you feel that we could feel the dancing on the hall? So I'm like, oh, we were that close. It was kind of cool. But uh, so that was good. Um, oh, my gosh. The the almost there, you know, the whole Anika Noni Rose. Oh, my gosh. About uh, about the new Splash Mountain re- refurbished with its new theming. I mean, let's bring out a whole musical number for that. So that was those were wonderful things. And then, of course, all of the announcements and seeing everyone. Okay, well, I, that's much of a too much of a generalization. Let's get back to the heart of this thing. So, the panels that we saw, amazing. All of the information that's out there is just kind of overwhelming. Was this kind of I don't know. Is it? Are you like in a Disney blur or a Disney? Is it? Is it? Is it as overwhelming for all of you as it is for me, or am I just kind of like going? Eh. So, Matthew, what about you? Since this was your first time there. You know, what was it, what was the experience like to you? Was it, you know, having all of this information kind of presented to you in this three-day period? Um, how, what was that like for you? It, it Overwhelming, but I think going in with the right mindset helps too. Sure. So mm-hmm. it was not my intention to report on everything that was happening, nor right. did I even plan to come back and recap because to be honest there's plenty of sites with oh, yeah. teams of people that are going to do this 
So mm-hmm. I more approach this from a personal point of view mm-hmm. with a little bit of a extra, obviously focused on on my listeners and mm-hmm. um, audience and trying to think through what mm-hmm. they would like to see the most and what they might be the most excited about. Mm-hmm. I also have my separate D23 podcast. Yes, podcast we will do that um, plug here in a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, shameless plug. But that's I, okay. In that one, I actually, for the first time in previous years, we had gone down the list of everything this time Mm -hmm. i just focused on what are some memorable moments what are some things that you liked hearing and i think that's the better way to approach it um so overwhelming if you try to think about like that disney blur idea there's so much information yeah you think about for you know for even you listening like your your key takeaways the things that you're Mm -hmm. most excited about well, Matthew, I must say the, the entire weekend, I kind of had this, what would Matthew do? <laughs> because you're just such the consummate professional and I appreciate all of your work. And I was, you know, so I just, I kind of gave me gave too up, many compliments. This, this no, 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 Brett, I'm like... <laughs> no, no, no. I just kind of gave up and I, you know, I would sort of, I just kind of said, okay. I'm just going to be me and I'm going to give you my unique perspective and color commentary. So, I mean, that's the only thing I could do. So, but anyway, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, well, thank you. Thank you very much. So let's see, Ethan, what about you? You were invited to this party um, a little bit later than the rest of us in our planning and all this. So you had to kind of, you being a, a local out there, actually, since you live out there. So, you know, were there logistics involved in getting reservations? And then as far as, you know, the the actual experience of D23, um, what was it like? Was it overwhelming? Or I'm like, going, nah, I handled it all great. I'm sure you did, but what was your experience? Um, logistically, not too bad. Um, I just kind of expected when I did get the message that, hey, you have a press pass and it's in five days. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Go crazy. Um, I just figured I would get, reserve whatever I could yeah. and then go to those. And then if I could stand on the standby line for the media stuff, I would do right. that, which ended up not really being that much of an issue. Um, it was pretty easy to get into most of the things. Oh, good. Um, which was nice. But I kind of took the same sort of mindset of like, I'm just going to like figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do things that I like and just try to experience it as much as I can. Cause again, first time for me too. Yeah. Um, and in a convention of this sort of scope and scale. So I really enjoyed the different people that I met while I was oh, there too, because yes. I was able to mm-hmm. uh, pal around with some of the different media folks there cool. from the media preview night. So we kind of joined, had a little cohort for the weekend sort of oh, thing, good. which was nice. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed my time there. Just, uh, tried not to get overwhelmed by it. So just kind of, right had it come to me as I as I wanted it to and then took a break if I needed to went upstairs to the media room and just hung out and there was a media room there was a media room out yeah oh see now they, we don't have that for premium you used to have it for sorcerers you used to have a sorcerers hangout but mm-hmm. well no yeah. more sorcerers, sorcerers right Jen yeah there was a no that was okay yeah well good well I'm glad well thank you number one thank you for you know, joining in on our Beyond the Mouse band of reporters and commentators and absolutely sort of, happy to yeah. add a little bit of color. Yeah, to the conversation. color yeah. your own your own world of color. Anyway, so okay, okay, so Jacqueline, so what was your experience? You know, in your planning and all of this, and then getting there. So were you? Did you feel that? Did you just embrace the chaos or what? <laughs> We, we kind of did. Um, the three of us, my mom and Megan and I, we had a plan of the panels that we wanted to see if we could get into them, if we didn't have a reservation or whatever. And so we kind of just had that little bit of a plan, but also we're just like, well, if we don't get into this then we're going to go do something else. Mm-hmm. And like Ethan said, I didn't know that I was getting the press yes. um, badge right. until like right before. So I was like, okay, so this kind of changes things a little bit, but it a helps because, you know, we had a reservation for two people for one of the panels and then i just mm-hmm. did the media standby and then it worked oh it well, that works out yeah but it i kind of focused on what i still wanted to see good you yeah. know i know we were covering it and everything but i'm like i'm still here because right. i bought my ticket back in exactly. january when they went exactly. on sale right. exactly so i'm still gonna go do the stuff that i want to do um Make, and it, but it was sense. still fun um, and like sending all of the information as fast as I could. Um, you were good. Yes. We talked about it. I was in the group chat with um, Craig and Jeremy and Megan, and I was just going as quick as I could. I wasn't spelling anything right. I wasn't doing any of it. I was like, you guys figure it out. I'm just getting you the information. Yes. You were my, you were my spirit um, 
yeah. our animal the next day because when we were at at parks, I'm like going, I'm doing what Jacqueline was doing. I, you know, like Josh Demar yeah. would say this, and then this announcement would happen, and this right. picture would happen, and I'm like going, and I would send it to Craig, boom, boom, boom. You know, yeah. he said you don't have to do this. I'm like, no, no, she set the standard. So, <laughs> that was good. so sorry, I guess. No, 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 that was a good thing. It was a great thing. You know, it was it was easier to actually upload to it there than mm -hmm. than it was yeah. other places. Now, Jen, I know I've gone to the newbies first, but you know, as veterans and preferred people, um, <laughs> so was it okay? Now this is your fourth, but I mean, each time is it a little less overwhelming or overwhelming in another way, or just you just kind of get in there and have fun? You know, I think the first one you're just mind boggly overwhelmed um, mm -hmm. because there's just stimulation everywhere. There's mm -hmm. sights, sounds, smells, everything. Um, so I learned after my first one that I don't have to do the show floor in between sessions because, because I need some downtime. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I tend to save the show floor for maybe Sunday afternoon or just a quieter time once mm -hmm. all the rush has gone through right. because <laughs> Yeah, there your your mind is just whizzing with everything that oh, you sure, see yeah. from the panels to the show floor to the, all the cosplay costumes. So, yeah, it's still mind-boggling, but I feel like I'm better trained for it now. Yeah, right. Yes. Experience helps me. Um actually, I think I think I did better this time around. You know, um uh, my Disney fog was at a minimum. Um but you know, it's a great I mean, it's a great place to to just get your Disney and you're with your people and that's just such a, a great thing. So, yeah. So let's, let's move on. Speaking of the show floor. So uh, yeah. So Jen, I, I'm going to go to you first now um, since we spent time together and we kind of have similar likes and dislikes as far as the things that we saw, we'll discuss that. But as far as the show floor, what, you know, what was your, what was your experience this time around? Did you buy anything? Yeah. Did you see anything? You know, so I didn't buy anything except for something for a friend. Um, I typically like to just wander because there's just so much to look at. Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed seeing the costumes from Star Wars. I love the Thor costumes. However, I didn't like just the heads of the screaming goats. I yeah. wish they had had the rest of their bodies. <laughs> right. Um, I I enjoyed seeing the National Geographic area because mm -hmm. that's something I grew up with. And I think um, I always make a point of going to the Disney volunteer booth uh, oh, yeah. to do the volunteer task for the day. And mm -hmm. so that's something that I, I don't know, I just really appreciate that they sure. offer that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that was good. And, uh, and Jacqueline, the show floor. I mean, like, you know, what was it like for you? Other than getting lost. Right. Um, yes. Where am I? Very... This, yeah. The very first time I entered the show floor was after the Disney Legends panel. So we mm -hmm. came in from the back of everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this kind of like makes sense. And then I would either come in from like a weird door or come in from the <laughs> back again. And then I came in from the front one time. I'm like, I still have no idea where anything is. <laughs> a little bit of a learning um, curve, but yeah. Yeah, but it was fun. There were, I didn't get to see as much as I would have liked to see because mm -hmm. um, I was focusing so much on the panels and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that my mom and Megan got to see a whole lot and they oh, had good. a ton of fun. Um, oh, good. I really enjoyed the Grey's Anatomy little videos and stuff. I do have my Grey's Anatomy badge that I was really excited to get. Oh, cool. Um, and I did buy a lounge fly, even though I told myself I wasn't going to. It was the <laughs> only thing that I bought myself. So I feel like it's okay. Yeah. Well, that was good. Um, you know, a, yeah. a, a remembrance from your experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got into the marketplace. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, and I saw some things that I kind of wanted, but I wasn't really sure about. And then right. I got home and found out that they're all online right now. So, yeah. Just buy it now. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have to try and now. fit it in my suitcase. In your, yes, in your <laughs> luggage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do think that some of the exhibits were really cool. I really, like you said, the the goats uh, from <laughs> Thor. Um, and some of the costumes and things were really cool to look at. I loved all the photo ops. Um, I did take a picture with the carriage um for the Disney Fairy Tale weddings. Oh uh -huh. because it was fun and it's princessy. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's fun, yes. So show floor carrie did you buy anything what was what did you see was there anything you especially liked i i bought way too much um good for you there were a lot of 
there are a lot of things that I liked and there are a lot of things I probably didn't need to buy. Um, one thing that I missed out on that I really, really wanted was the um, Lorcana cards, hmm. uh, which is the new um, trading card game, the TCG that Disney is coming out with next fall. Hmm. And, um, you know, I didn't really do any, we didn't, I didn't go to the show floor at all on the first day um, hmm. because I didn't really need to buy things, you know. But then I found out about these cards and I waited in line and got the little promo one, but the resellers, the lovely, our favorite people yes, found uh, out about the Lorcana cards afterwards and they're selling for like $2,000 now. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. What? And they're going to be, they're going to be included when the game comes out. Mm-hmm. I've talked to the people there and they're like, they're going to have them with the game. So it's okay if you don't get them I mean, they're not in the special case, but whatever, you know? Um, yeah, people. right. Yes. But I did, um, uh, the, uh, music emporium, Megan and I mm-hmm. went to, and then Megan had to leave. Um, we missed out on the signed Hercules, which we wanted, but oh, there were wow. still, yeah, but there were still several other of the fun special edition vinyl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was there. Um, and then my, my complete and total impulse buy that my daughter's already laughing at me for is um i can't remember the name it was a it's a disney partner that has the cooking stuff they make all the crock pots and all that uh-huh and they have a countertop mickey mouse popcorn maker <laughs> oh well everyone not needs like, that and now you have right yours. and it's not not the air fryer it's the actual like kettle popcorn oh um, and when I worked at Disney, when I was in the college program part of Disney, mm-hmm. that's what I did. I did the popcorn. Oh, part. then that is special. That so, is so cool. Yeah, wow. I'm excited. That and I laugh cool. at her because this woman has no counter space. So I don't know where she's <laughs> going to pop this popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> An extension cord in the living room. I don't know. Bring it to my house. <laughs> we can pop it in my house. <laughs> great. Oh, that's great. So, Megan, your show floor experience? I had a really good experience because on Sunday, well, on Saturday, we didn't get into the marble panel. So we kind of, Carrie and I went and just kind of scoped out the show floor while we were waiting for our smaller panels to start. And we did some of the like little stuff that took pictures with the Pizza Planet car and <laughs> just kind of got a lay of the land. I did a Mickey's of Glendale reservation then and got Craig some imag- Imagineering merch. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But oh, then... Cool. On Sunday, when we didn't get into the parks panel, I was like, okay, I'm getting into the queue to do the show floor because I wanted to do the exhibits. Mm -hmm. And so then I got to, because we got in early, I got to do Step in Time, which was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. Probably my second favorite thing on the show floor. And then I went and did the Disney Broadway thing, which was really fun where you put the virtual. I haven't done that yet. Yeah. It was really neat. Well, you got to do like, no, like kind of spoilery but you got to be on like you're on the stage with them but during the casey levy uh costume change which was really neat oh wow wow really really neat i'll have to do that the next time around it was really fun but my favorite thing on the show floor was abc had a booth called journey into storytelling and you got to interact with all these different things from different shows so you could like take your picture um in front of the Good Morning America set, they had old Grey's Anatomy bit where you got like a badge for, I was going to call it Seattle Grace, but I think it's Grace Sloan. Um, you got to dance it out. You could like walk through this like cave for National Treasure. They had these make it mirrors set up for American Horror Story. And every time you, like everyone did like a different like spooky makeup effect. Um, you could walk with the Kardashian. I didn't do that one, but you could. <laughs> they had this really fun um, Only Murderers in the Building. They would have you like pose in front of this window. And they put you in this like noir setting, which was really fun because that that day, Carrie and Jacqueline and I were dressed up as uh, flapper oh, yeah. princesses. Right. So yes. it really like fit our costumes. Oh, how cool. Yeah. So that was probably my favorite thing on the floor, just because there was so much to do. And you got a whole bunch of takeaways. Like they sent you all the videos and it was super wow. fun. Wow. That is cool. Cool. Well, Matthew, show floor. Did you did you did you buy anything? Did you see anything? What was your take on that? I bought one thing, which is mm-hmm. a shirt. 
Um, I, I actually don't buy too much stuff anymore. I find yeah. that stuff accumulates and mm -hmm. then I'm like, what am I doing with all this stuff? So mm -hmm. I only buy myself things that I'm going to use. So a mm -hmm. shirt, a, mm -hmm. a mug, and even that is kind of limited, but right. I did end up buying a shirt from Mickey's of Glendale, the, uh, wonderful world of wonderful. Oh my God. It's a tongue twister. Wonderful world of dreams in the Disney parks. Oh, wow. Shirt. Um, I should have worn it today, but I, I, I really, <laughs> I loved the wonderful world of dreams exhibit from Walt mm -hmm. Disney Imagineering. Mm -hmm. That's where I spent most of my time. Oh, sure. I spent between the weekend, the three days, I spent about an hour in that exhibit, just mm -hmm. exploring, photographing, videoing, mm -hmm. reading, talking oh, sure. to Imagineers. That was yeah, really I was going to ask if you talked to Imagineers. Yeah. Uh, you know, a few of them and they rotated in and out because you're not going to yeah. have the same Imagineer in the same spot right. for the entire duration yes. of the exhibit. But I, I did get the chance to chat with a couple of the Imagineers, and I knew that they were limited in what they were going to say. Yeah. I tried to ask some <laughs> depth questions, but right. they, I knew what the responses were going to be sure. that I was going to get back. Um, but I did spend a lot of time, you know, the, the hour they spent in that one exhibit was still just mm -hmm. a fraction of the time I spent on the show floor. Oh, I wow. did explore the 100th anniversary Walt Disney Archives exhibit. So mm -hmm. That was really nice to see. Smaller than the Imagineering one, but some unique, um, yeah. unique little we... finds in there. Walt's plane. Yeah. I went to go see Walt's oh, uh -huh. plane. Right. That was really exciting. And I spent just some time meandering, looking at exhibits. I, I'm happy with the amount of time I spent on the show floor. I feel Good. like it was just the right amount between Good. the three days. Well, great. Well, success for you. Again, what would Matthew do? That's how I go tackle any convention, any Disney prepare, convention. Prepare, so. prepare, prepare. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know. There To me, you know, we'll get to this here shortly, but um, in the past, the other two times I did not go to Legends, but I was in the overnight, you know, I did the overnight. Yeah, slept on the floor and all that. Up my Disney cred, seriously. And I would get in line for the show floor, which is primarily shoppers, primarily eBay. Okay, I don't say this in any sort of disparaging way, eBay people. But anyway, so the doors open, we get in line, and the show floor is, I mean, was practically mine. In 2019, I'm walking around and everyone is shopping, and I am, you know, doing live Facebook, you know, Facebook Live there, that's what it's called. Facebook Live, you know, this experience with no one on the on the floor. So I'm like going, it was, it was very cool. I very much enjoyed that. So this time around, because we were, well, the preferred seating people, I concentrated a lot of the time on that because, I mean, that's a, that was a premium sort of experience and I wanted to do that. So when I got to the show floor, actually, uh, this was, this was a great honor, honestly. Kevin Lima had tweeted, if any of my friends are going to D23 Expo, can you pick up a copy of the record, the album, the disc, the vinyl of uh, Enchanted? So I did. So I purchased what Kevin Lima, the director of Enchanted, the Goofy movie, uh, uh, Tarzan, you know, so many wonderful Disney films and such. That, And we've had the honor of, of talking to him a couple of times. And he's kind of like our mentor spirit animal i don't know what you want to call him but it was it was just an honor to get that for him so that was my number one thing and i did that i think one of the, the first day or second day anyway the first time i went to the floor i think it was the first day very honored to get that for him um what else did I, oh yeah so on the last day i stumbled onto the marketplace without a you know pass sort of thing. And so I, I, and I had a very limited amount of time. So I look in there, I run in there, I look in there. I'm like, going, what do I need? What do I, I, I don't know. But I bought a couple of gifts for my podcast partners here, my pals, my, uh, my co-hosts, Vanessa and Craig. So it's no spoiler. They already got them. They got the, <laughs> they got the Starbucks Disney 100 cup mug thing. So anyway, and they're both avid coffee drinkers. So, you know, so that's what they got. So, but I kind of like, what else can I get? And oh, that's all I need. And then I have, to, I have to get back because of the parks panel. So the big announcements, what were your favorites, Megan? Well, I was really excited for all of the Marvel things. I guess they weren't really announcements, but I was excited, like in spirit for Jacqueline, especially when Sebastian Stan came out because we both love him. 
but I don't think anybody loves him as much as Jacqueline does at this exact moment. <laughs> Is there another stalker moment here, possibly? <laughs> no. She lucked into that one. Just lucked into being in the same room with him because I don't think she had any idea he was going to walk out. Um, but I would have also died to be in the room when you guys got to watch the part of your world like the scene because the teaser is amazing she is so yeah. beautiful it's going she to be is. so gorgeous Seems great wow. but wow yeah the whole thing yep oh wow i'm also very jealous of that because i little mermaid is one of my most favorites and Mine that too. you got to see the whole song oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. it was I, it was great that was stunning that was just amazing yep yeah so um parks panel um well, we've talked about Marvel. We've talked about all of those sort of things. But let's go to Parks for just a moment because it is definitely a highlight of Matthew's experience and probably all of ours. You know, originally when I saw that it was going to be a uh, live stream, I'm like, oh, I'll just stay in my I'll just stay in my room. It's no big deal. I am so glad that I went there. So actually, I got to save a space because Jen was having a a little bit of a um, I don't know. It was an oogie boogie. Well, anyway, she didn't get there as early as I did. And I was very happy. I'm sorry. That's going to be very mysterious. It may not make the podcast. But anyway, she had a churro went bad. I don't know what it was. It was an oogie boogie snack that did not agree with her. You know, so so I was very happy to get there and to get in line and to talk to the people around me and say, this is my bag. I'm going to go up to the show floor and do a quick look around, but I will be back. And and Jen, Canadian friend Jen, might be coming here. And this is, you know, anyway, so, okay, I went around, did the shopping, did the looking. Okay. Um, have yet to do the Broadway virtual experience, but next time I guarantee Broadway, Disney on Broadway, I will do that for you because, you know, that would be a really cool thing. Okay. So um, I made, back, made it back to my space. Jen made it by the by the last little moment, kind of like what I did for all the panels that, that she was in line for, for me anyway. And, uh, so then, so parks are there, I mean, I said that, you know, originally I said that Josh tomorrow was a rock star. Anyone want to chime in on the presentation and that he talked for an hour and 45 minutes without a glass of water and with major energy. What are your thoughts on Josh tomorrow and that presentation? Um, well, Jacqueline, why don't we go to you first? Um, I thought it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't go in expecting really anything. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, you never know what they're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I loved the performances. I screeched when they started with happily ever after because I'm in love with Jordan Fisher. I love him so much and I'm so happy that it's coming back. Um, and I actually texted, the group chat and I was like all right I saw Jordan Fisher happily ever after is coming back I can leave now we're good <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes but there were so many other things that I'm so excited about I don't love Splash Mountain so I'm glad that it's getting rethemed to Tiana mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I am jealous of all of the frozen lands and the tangled oh, ride yeah. and all of that I'm like why can't we get that here Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it just gives me an excuse to go visit all the other ones. Not that I, yes. them, but right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, there's so much and I'm, I'm just so excited for all of it. Yeah. It was so well, much fun. Great. Yeah. Well, okay. So Jen, so what did you think about Park's presentation or our new friend? Because we did take a picture with them, with them. on uh, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. On Thursday. Yeah, so Brett and I were extremely fortunate in luck. And when we were wandering through the Grand Californian, um, Josh DeMauro happened to be there and um, welcomed us to have a a little hello and a picture. And Mm -hmm. he was absolutely magnificent. Mm -hmm. Um, What a warm, friendly human being. And I think he seems to understand Disney fans. And Mm -hmm. when he gave the parks presentation, that came across just as well as it did when we were in person with him, mm-hmm. he, he really is a rock star. He knows how to hold a crowd. He knows, um, 
I don't know. Like, I, I think my favorite part with him was the video showing him riding the Tron ride oh, and yeah. the joy, the young boy joy that was on his face as he was squealing going on the ride. <laughs> yeah. So I love that part. I thought that was really cool. And I love that they're building some frozen lands, but like Jacqueline, I wish they would add that to our North American parks. Right. Yes, exactly. Okay. Mr. Imaginary. Sorry. <laughs> so Matthew, um, what was your, what was your sort of, uh, you've talked about it a little bit, but do you want to talk about Josh or the experience or the presentation kind of a little bit? What a loaded question. Do you want to talk about Josh? Um, <laughs> Josh I would rather great. talk about Josh than someone <laughs> else. Sorry. Um, well, you might not know that Josh has, uh, do, you know, do either of you know how long Josh has been at Disney? Oh, great. Trivia. Is it 20 years? More. He's been there. More. He's been there for 24 oh, years. 24 years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, like he's earned it. Everything. He's, he's he been there. Has. He's been there for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. Bob JPEG's been there for almost 30. He's worked for Disney. Uh, I did the, not know that. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Well, he's been there for almost 30 years. Okay. Um, well, he's earned it too. Kind of. He's, sorta. yeah, there's, there's a, a separate conversation. Um, oh, yes. I, I, um, which never mind. Well, yeah. um, that's beyond that's beyond the behind the beyond the yeah the conversation beyond the mouse sort of thing. anyway. Um, so Josh, yeah, Josh has been at the company for twenty four years. He's been mm -hmm. there for quite a long time, and he's worked almost exclusively in parks and resorts mm -hmm. in one way or another. He has a great presentation. He has a great presentation skills. Like he's yeah. he's a solid presenter. You can see that he's polished. He's really he knows how to, um, you know. Jen, to your point, like he knows how to uh, appeal to a crowd. He knows how to how to energize an audience, and he definitely, I think, the way in which the presentation was worded um, was very authentic and spoke to Disney fans, which is what Disney fans were hoping for. I really loved the announcements that we heard. Uh, there were some, you know, there's like a lot of small little incremental tweaks at additions to the parks that are happening which is exciting to see that disney as always continues to move forward i'm always mm -hmm. thinking about the imagineers and the hard work that they're putting into everything that you see the small even san francisco area mm -hmm. that's coming to disney california adventure um is really exciting um you know there's i, I also loved because i think we, we do have to talk about the the blue sky ideas that were at oh the end. Um, yeah. I have been, I have been very uh, forward in trying to make sure that people understand because it is commonly misreported that these were not pitched as definite ideas mm -hmm. coming to the parks. Mm -hmm. These were, were, it was worded very carefully and very honestly that these are blue sky concepts for the future, things that they're thinking about that may at some point in the future happen <laughs> in one way or form, right. not, hey, guess what? This is opening next year. Right. Um, nor do I think that the ideas that were presented are going to be, uh, you know, come out to come out to be this way. So even mm -hmm. like, you know, you see like people saying like, how does Zootopia and Moana fit as a replacement for Dinoland? That's not what they said. Like these are two potential directions that were, right. you know, put together in one beautiful piece of artwork we're mm -hmm. thinking maybe what if we did moana what if we did zootopia what mm -hmm. if we did something else um but i love that the imagineers are continuing to think about the ways to drive the park forward i have for a long time predicted the expansion or change of dino land because if you know your disney history um or research disney history the way that i do mm -hmm. the and or even people who are even more smarter than me when it comes to uh, disney park history a, believe me i don't me, think that's a thing but go ahead there's there's plenty um the uh disney's animal kingdom when it was built um it came out at a you know financially difficult time for right. disney so mm -hmm. there were two part two parts of the park that ended up being scaled back Beastly Kingdom, which was mm -hmm. always fans love talking about that, mm -hmm. um, was replaced with Camp Mini Mickey with the future idea of making it something bigger, which guess mm -hmm. what? We got Pandora, the world of Avatar. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the other area was Dinoland was scaled back a lot. So that was another area where they were planning eventually to um, to bring that to a, a higher place at the park. Mm -hmm. And um, so, look, they're already thinking about it and they've probably been thinking about it for a while. Mm -hmm. And then I think fans lost their minds when Josh mentioned and Chris mentioned uh, Villains Land. Yeah, at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yes, they know. They know they that you want that. Yeah, I have literally heard that rumor for at least twenty years. 
Um, so it's, it's, um, they, they listen, they know, they know what fans are talking about, what they hope to see. So anyway, I was really excited about the blue sky concepts knowing Mm -hmm. full well, Hey, this is not a definite plan, but these are some cool concepts that they're thinking through. Yeah, but we got to see them, which, you know, do I show you? Yeah. So <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was so much fun. Well, you know, like with the changes, the possible changes or whatever to Dino Land at Animal Kingdom, I guess you could say now is the time. Now is the best time. And that's right. That's a Disney reference for you people, and I'm sure you got it. Okay. Well, we're going to get to a personal opinion and commentary part, generally here at Beyond the Mouse. Me personally, I try to remain positive, but I also, as a Disney fan, know that there are things that sometimes at the 23 Expos that meet your expectations, exceed your expectations, or, yeah, not hitting the mark. So towards that end, we will talk about what we liked and what could be improved. (laughs) D23 2022 edition. So here we are. Oh, well, so Megan, what you like, what could be improved? I mean... I guess you can't really say what, well, you can say what's been, what would be improved because not, not everything runs super smoothly all the time, but go ahead. Um, I really liked the variety of content that they had. I thought that that was really cool. There's definitely something for everybody, especially the amount of behind the scenes stuff. I didn't get to make it to any of the tech panels, but they were on my list. Like I really wanted to go see the American Horror Story special effects panel, but it conflicted with the princess concert and the princesses. They have a trump card. Um, But I just thought that that would be really neat to like listen to the people talk about the special effects because I'm really into tech theater. So things like that are very interesting to me. But I think in retrospect, if they were going to do the reservations, I think they should have just done them for the whole thing instead of then also having standby because I felt like standby just gave people, especially for the big hall, just gave people lofty expectations that they were going to get to go see the big panels and you missed out on stuff waiting in line for the big panels to not get in so that was kind of a bummer that is kind of a bummer rats yeah jen um i believe that we have uh, an agreement on a certain disney 100 what were your thoughts having been to the other archive experiences what was your experience like I I was very excited about the big Disney 100 that was all sparkly that you walked through to get into the step in time booths. Um, However, it just felt like such an open, empty space. Uh, I suppose I felt like there could have been a lot more that they added in there to celebrate the Disney 100. Um, I liked that there were photo opportunities, Mm -hmm. but it, it reminded me of like an art gallery or a mm-hmm. or a very quiet museum um, that you had to walk far and wide to see things you were interested in seeing. I felt the timeline on the wall was great, but but I like seeing actual artifacts and costumes. Mm-hmm. And so I felt that this time there could be some improvement in that exhibit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agreed with that. And I was wondering, because there's an actual museum exhibition that's going to be going around various parts of the u.s and also in europe so i was wondering all the good stuff go there (laughs) just like going what was the deal with that so yeah that was that was something that was a little lacking considering the first time the first thing i saw was like the everything pirates of the caribbean because it was a big anniversary for that so that was amazing you know and then last time it was the costume exhibit which was just phenomenal and amazing and so well done so this just felt like a to use your to use my new term meh (laughs) that was that was the the term that jen and i would have from time to time not very often but sometimes things were a little meh but anyway so but uh well those are those were our big complaints i i thought there was much more organization this time around i didn't feel as though the rules were changing this time around because last time you could be on the floor but you could have things and then they change the rules and you cannot bring anything with you and no this isn't our policy it's the policy of the anaheim convention center which i'm like going um well wasn't that in writing to begin with so that was oh gosh i'm like complaining too much but uh but I thought that they did it better this time around. And and actually, wherever we are in our pandemic experience, I think that 
there might have been they might have limited the tickets it didn't feel like it so much but it but as far as organization and getting people in it seemed to be a little bit easier so i liked that so but there's you know there's always room to improve and so many things that i liked that i'm just kind of nitpicking right now but that was the big that was the big thing that was like going what is this was the disney 100 steps in time i'm like going this should have been bigger for us but anyway that was that okay so so matthew what did you like and what could be improved matthew edition i liked a lot um you know i'm trying to think of things that it's you know things that i would improve i i think you know i didn't really go into this with too many expectations to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest like mm-hmm. i was there to enjoy it and right. i was also there to, smart to report on it and so mm-hmm. for me it was a i had a work mindset the entire weekend i think you know brett you even like i would have loved to meet met up with you we i know so we didn't times, even get to meet I'm up like, my know. my schedule was just literally jam-packed and what Mm -hmm. i had to uh, squeezing in as much as i possibly could from start to finish i didn't even Mm -hmm. go to disneyland except for the night before which my night ended at 6 p.m um because i was tired jet lagged and knew that i was there for the expo and i was there for my listeners and my audience Mm -hmm. um so i was not there for necessarily me as much as i loved it and the opportunity reason Um, to go back Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean as far as opportunities like i love the imagineering exhibit i would love more oh, of that sure. yeah. <laughs> was, i thought it was great but i would love even more of that um sure. i i didn't i didn't find too much that i can complain about good um, at good. all i thought it was a great expo and final thoughts megan honestly the whole weekend feels like a fever dream at this point but yeah. I think I would do it again. I was like waffling throughout the experience because you know you're hungry and you're tired and you're frustrated. But I, I walked out of that final panel after Donnie Osmond just came out and you know did this whole Donnie Osmond show, and I turned to Jacqueline and I was like, "Okay, I would go again." Awesome. <laughs> oh, that is. We have great. a plan for next time. Yes, we definitely a plan. A plan. <laughs> you, you, each time you learn a little bit more, you know. Yeah. Great. Well, yeah. I mean, Jen, your thoughts about the expo? Glad you went. My thoughts on the expo. I can tell you that a highlight in my life will be seeing Harrison Ford come out on stage, being emotional because Mm -hmm. he just loves his Indiana franchise so much. Mm -hmm. And growing up with him, um, pretending to go on archeological adventures as a child, Mm -hmm. I was absolutely thrilled to see him. Um, I was thrilled to see his partner in crime, Kihi Kwan, when he came out, a um, oh, little yeah. short round from, mm-hmm. from Temple of Doom. And that was a huge highlight for me as well. Like, mm-hmm. those are moments that you can't buy, really. Oh, sure. So I was thrilled to see that. Um, seeing the Muppets in real life, mm-hmm. wow. That, mm-hmm. again, another childhood dream come true. So, <laughs> yeah, the expo is something that... I save up for every mm-hmm. every session because it just brings me it sparks so much joy mm-hmm. and I love being around my Disney people I people that understand the Disney nerdiness that we all share yes. and joy in imagination so yes. yeah absolutely brilliant yeah oh great so we are to the final thoughts part so so Matthew any final thoughts I Loved that I was able to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very honored by the the opportunity I had to go as media. I think mm-hmm. that was for personally for me. It's something I've been working towards oh, sure. for five and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it was a big milestone moment for me, and I went into it with that mindset. I talk about mindset a lot today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, very I was very humbled, very um, uh, honored by it, and I really wanted to do the expo right because of it and i feel Mm -hmm. like you know at the end of the day i talked about preparing i I prepared as much as i could for this expo Mm -hmm. um and i feel like i'm I'm proud of myself yeah well you have a big fan here what would matthew do so (laughs) (laughs) um no but i i was i loved the expo i really you know things i talked about in the beginning the opportunity to connect with disney fans Mm -hmm. in this environment i being at the parks you see you know the the types of disney fans that are at the expo are spread out in the parks um so Mm -hmm. it's it's everyone who's 
Jen, to your point, like the, the nerdy Disney people, mm -hmm. we're, we're all there. No one's there who's not a Disney geek in one way mm -hmm. or another. So that energy just can't be felt anywhere else. Um, I loved getting to meet people at the expo. That was sort of an unspoken benefit of being there that you can't get at home is mm -hmm. the chance to connect with other people. Um, and just, you know, sharing our love of Disney together mm -hmm. that, that I really enjoyed about this three day event. This three day event. Ah, yep. I mean, I mean, I've, I met Jen in 2017 and we've been Disney friends since then, my Canadian friend, Jen, and I appreciate the friendship, but it, but it was because of this Disney event. And so I'm very grateful and thankful for that. Thankful for you for spending so much wonderful time with you, Jen. You were a caregiver when I needed care. So thank you for that. So, so now it's time for all those ways to reach out to us on Beyond the Mouse. You can find our podcast on NPR Illinois Community Voices, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many other of your favorite podcasting places. You can reach out to us on social media on our Beyond the Mouse Facebook page and also on our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals group, where we have lots of fun interacting with our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals. We're Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram and Beyond Mouse on Twitter. Oof. So, well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining Beyond the Mouse and me here for our D23 Expo recap and review. So, for Beyond the Mouse, I'm Brett. I'm Jen. I'm Matthew. I'm Carrie. I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Megan. And Ethan is walking his brand new puppy dog. <laughs> and we'll see you in the front row. How about of the next D23 Expo? Or Matthew, how about, I don't know, maybe even Destination D23? I oh plan to be God. there if I can go. Yeah. I hope so too. Ooh, press passes. <gasps> That's what we can try to do. So we'll I, see you soon. I can only hope. I know. I know.